Hello, hello. Welcome to the Worthy Writers Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten McNeil, a Canadian self-published author and full-service editor for fellow writers. On this podcast, you'll get a look into my personal writing journey and find encouragement to enjoy your own. If you had a good time with me, I would appreciate if you could like, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. All right, worthy writers, let's jump in. Episode number eight, Worthy Ideas Are Special and Unique. Are you ready to learn my thoughts on this writing myth? I'll dive into that along with some encouragement for your journey and author quotes at the end. I'm excited to get going. What does this myth mean, that worthy ideas are special and unique? I think it is meant to be interpreted as the best ideas are the ones that are unlike anything we've seen before. But what does that interpretation mean? It's just as vague as the base myth. The words worthy, unique, and special are all subjective. We all have different definitions of the words. I could ask 10 people to define worthy and get 10 different answers. Or ask the same person the same question one day and then a week later or a year later. They may give me different answers based on their mood or what experiences they've gone through. Language is constantly evolving, and so are we. Worthy means that we have value, that you are enough. You are amazing and beautiful. Just by existing and living your life, you are worthy. What makes a book worthy? Just by existing and containing a piece of the author's heart and soul, it is worthy. What about uniqueness? That's impossible to achieve. All stories have been said before, but not from your perspective. Being unique may be dead, but authenticity isn't. How would you tell the story? What thoughts would you like to share? What characters would you create? What adventure will you take us on? What do you want to be known for? What legacy will you leave behind? Every person is unique and has their own thoughts. Sure, there may be overlaps, similar ideas, experiences, opinions, but you're not a clone of anyone else. You are special. I'm having a hard time defining that word. Special can apply to books, people, feelings. That book has a special place in my heart. Spending time with my family is special to me. He makes me feel special. It's one of those words that we know the meaning of, but defining it well could take a lifetime. The more I say the word special, the weirder it sounds. Ironically, it has almost lost its meaning. How do we make a story unique and special? Don't try to make it unique and special. The moment you put too much pressure on yourself or try to be something you are not is when you make it that much harder on yourself to succeed. We are our own worst enemies. Negative self-talk is the most powerful tool we have and the one that we should never hold on to. For some reason, it only takes one negative thought or moment to wipe out a dozen positive experiences. Why do we focus so much on the negative, on the fear that we're not good enough? Have you ever played out a scenario in your head of something you regret or how you expect a conversation to happen? All that does is allow you to stew in the negative and increase your anger at yourself for no reason at all. The perceived negativity that we're not unique and special stops us from even trying. 
We think we have to be perfect and be millionaires before we're 30 to prove that we're amazing. Whatever happened to enjoying the experience? When did the journey of exploration become so wrong? We're taught from a young age that we have to be right the first time. When we give a wrong answer or ask a question that someone thinks we should already have the answer to, we're ridiculed. We're asked what we want to be when we grow up and train for it through high school and post-secondary. Have you changed your mind? Oh, that won't do. Starting fresh at your age? Oof. What is so wrong about changing, learning, growing, failing, living for ourselves and having fun? There's so much pressure to be perfect, to stay in your lane and not disrupt what others see as the perfect world. We need to embrace exploration and failure. Can you imagine if we trained our positive self-talk to be as strong as the negative? If every time you looked in the mirror you thought, wow, there is no one I love more than the person staring back at me. If every time you sat down to write you thought, I am a writer and I do this for the passion. I'm creating something beautiful and being myself is effortless. Exploring to find my writer voice is a worthy journey to embark on. Not all of your ideas have to be profound or groundbreaking. Write with your purpose. Purpose, another subjective word. What is your purpose when you write? Mine is to inspire and entertain. Two simple words with vast meanings. I say that if I can change one life, I'll consider myself successful. A simple goal in definition, one is such a small number. But the impact behind it, the value, is insurmountable. Say you write kids books. You want to help kids learn and laugh. Same with any comedy theme. Mysteries and thrillers make you think. Self-help improves your heart and soul. Fantasy takes you away to a new world. None of these themes are new to the world, but your definition of it is special and unique. What inspires and motivates you is special to you and only you, but that doesn't make you alone. There are many people who can connect with what you're sharing and still have their own definitions and interpretations of your work and theirs. All ideas are worthy and all ideas are needed. You have no idea how your story will affect others until you write it. Let me tell you something. I have spent my entire life trying to make my name mean something. I've always searched for validation, ensuring every decision I made was okay, looking to other people to tell me that I'm doing the right thing. Validation feels good. It feeds your ego. But the ego is a funny beast. You have to keep its belly full. Not too full or else you forget how to be humble or to care for others. Not too empty either or else you begin to question why you even bother. The beast must be fed. Satiated to the point where you feel at peace with yourself. In balance. My name means something. I've defined it just by living. By being me. When I started college, I kept waiting for my life to start. Waiting for the moment when I would be an adult with a house of my own and an established career. But then one day I realized, my life has started. This is my life. 
Every day of my life has meant something, built up to something. It's not always a profound goal. Sometimes it could just mean I live to read a good book or make someone smile. I was living. I am living. My life is here, and I am going to make the most of it. I have to make my own decisions. Explore, live, decide what my life means. This episode may be starting to sound too preachy or touchy-feely and whatever. Some people may love it while others hate it. But that doesn't reflect on my value. Only I can decide that. Funny how I basically just apologized for being too much, eh? Just by saying the phrase too preachy or touchy-feely, I've diminished myself. Why do we do that in every aspect of our lives? So many of our decisions are based off what others believe or to make them more comfortable. I'm not saying it's a bad thing to consider others in your decisions, but when it starts to chip away at who you are, that's when I have a problem with it. We fear writing because we fear rejection and bad reviews. We fear putting ourselves out there and speaking our minds because people will laugh at us. I don't want to apologize for sharing my philosophy on life in a podcast geared towards helping writers find confidence and enjoy their journey. But isn't it all connected anyway? The way you see yourself, the way you talk to yourself, view your talents, and the way you live your life. Everything is connected and affects how you make every decision. Sure, I've gone on a bit of a tangent about life and self-love, but this still connects to the confidence writers feel in themselves. When you're a writer, that's not all you are. You're a human, parent, sibling, art enthusiast, or tech genius. You're compassionate, powerful, and free. It's important to have deep conversations, reflecting on your life and evaluating if you're truly happy. But imagine if you had to be on a journey of self-discovery all the time. Imagine if you had to focus on one path for the rest of your life because you chose it and there's no way to turn. It is exhausting to live in a world where we're always academic, fighting to change the world or for some social movement, fighting to be seen as meaningful, intelligent, groundbreaking, fighting to leave a legacy, to have value. We're so focused on the end result that we forget what's right in front of us. We forget about living in the moment. Having fun and connecting with each other only in a capacity that you have the energy for is also important. Books don't need deep metaphors or to be an innovative social commentary to be good, worthy, unique, or special. You can write for fun or as a career. Your purpose can be to entertain or educate. You don't have to squish yourself into one box. It's okay to nap when you're tired or get a tattoo just for the hell of it. Not everything has to have meaning to be worth experiencing. You can have fun and enjoy the ride without having to explain yourself to others. There is an art to doing nothing in a go, go, go society. For some reason, there's a requirement to be intensely inspirational and always have a new project going on to be considered successful. We forget to acknowledge that every journey is different and everyone finds their happiness in different places. 
Be yourself. Write for yourself. Because if you're not happy with what you're doing, it may be time for a change. You are worthy, special, and unique. And we need those stories buried deep inside your heart. To end off today's episode, let's enjoy a few quotes. Okay, so I chose five because I just couldn't narrow down my favorites. If a story is in you, it has to come out. William Faulkner. It's as simple as that. Tell it how you want to. He doesn't say anything about what type of story it has to be or what purpose it means. It's yours. You share it because you have the desire. This next quote confused me a little because it's an author sharing a quote about another author, but I couldn't find the original. I needed to include it though because it is so relevant to my topic today. Borges said that there are only four stories to tell. A love story between two people, a love story between three people, the struggle for power, and the voyage. All of us writers rewrite these same stories ad infinitum. Paolo Coelho. Everything has been said before, but we all have our own version of it. There's an infinite amount of sides to every story, so make it your own, have fun with it, be authentically you. Ray Bradbury said, First, find out what your hero wants, then just follow him. Like the first quote, such simple advice. Who is your hero? Basically just the main character. They don't have to slay dragons or make scientific breakthroughs to change your reader's world or be relatable. We are all heroes in our own story. A hero can be someone who smiles at a stranger or rescues a cat from a tree. Not everything has to be so deep and profound. But the funny thing is, when someone is on the receiving end of that kindness or connecting with your hero's story, that small action or simple moment could change the world for that individual. You just never know what impact you will have on your readers. No one says a novel has to be one thing. It can be anything it wants to be. A vaudeville show, the six o'clock news, the mumblings of wild men saddled by demons. Ishmael Reed. Your novel, just like you and your complex personality, can't be fully defined using just one word or definition. And novels come in all shapes and sizes. Again, just like you. There are no rules, despite what some may tell you. Make your own rules. Be your own writer. Create and explore. Better to write for yourself and have no public than to write for the public and have no self. Cyril Connolly. The perfect quote to wrap up this episode, eh? In episode 5, when I talked about writing my first novel, I mentioned how I tried to be something I wasn't as I wrote. It took away my passion when I forced myself into something that was fun to write, but wasn't my voice. When you're a writer, it's important to love what you do and avoid people-pleasing. Of course, connect with your ideal readers, find out what they love, but if it doesn't feel right to you, then maybe you still have to search for the right audience. There is an audience out there for every type of story. It might just take a little longer to find them. Patience is a virtue, one that I'm still learning myself. What's your challenge for today? Treat yourself with kindness. Give yourself a compliment, buy a gift. If you're stopping yourself from writing because of fear or doubt, write anyway. Write about your fear or doubt. Do something that you know will motivate you forward. You don't have to accomplish everything on your list today. 
at the very least, do one thing to show yourself that you care about you. I can't wait for you to hear the next two episodes where I interview two good friends of mine. The first being a fantasy romance author, and the second a self-editing coach. That will wrap up the first season of the Worthy Writers Podcast. Even when the season is over, I'll make sure to create fun content every week on my podcast community, Buy Me a Coffee, both public and exclusive for the Worthy Writers Club. Thank you for listening. Happy writing, Worthy Writers! Thank you for listening to the Worthy Writers Podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Share your love and support by checking out my Buy Me a Coffee profile for bonus content and to help me continue building my creative empire. If you'd like other ways to connect, follow me on Instagram, join my Facebook group, or explore my website to learn more about me, be part of my community, or suggest topics for future episodes. All links are in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you. My final words before you go, never forget that you are worthy.